God is with you. Let us pray. God of gifts, share with us a hunger for the bread of your kingdom. Give to us a yearning impatience with injustice. Free us from clinging to debts gone bad. Teach us to pray with honesty in words filled with earth and lit by desire. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. I love the summertime. I love the long days, the mornings that are cool, not cold. And I love the time we spend with our kids. Biking, going to the beach, visiting relatives. The magic of summer really comes alive on the faces of children. But... With all that time together, sometimes I feel like I am a full-time waiter for my children. The other day, after an active morning and an early afternoon, we got home and decided to have some quiet time. Each child got a quiet activity in their own little area of the house, and Mary Beth and I settled in to try to take a little nap. Just as we got under the covers... Our three-year-old Amos yelled out, Mommy! Mommy! And at first, I thought it would pass. I thought I'd just let it go by. And then it turned into, Mommy! Mommy! I want some kefir! He was just getting over an illness, so we wanted him to eat. And the petition... Kiefer hit me like kryptonite. I wasn't ready to get up yet, but I was tempted. And then Amos fall with a steady stream of, Mommy! 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 Which basically means mommy or daddy. It could be either one of us. But it was really annoying. But Amos knows how to get things. He he knows the way to catch my attention. Eventually, I got up and poured him a cup of kefir. Such is the power of persistence. Persistence. Ask, seek, knock. Don't stop. If you need bread from a friend, wake him up. All this is instruction about prayer. There are many ways to pray. There's contemplative prayer, there's meditation, there's yoga, Ignatian prayer, Lectio Divina, spoken prayer, written prayer, artful prayer, the prayer book of Romeo and Juliet. As Rumi wrote, there are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again. As for the content of prayer, Anne Lamott boils it down to three notions. Help, thanks, and wow. 
Today, we focus on the help bit. The readings are related to petition. Jesus says, when you ask God for help, don't give up. Be persistent. Wake up your sleeping friend. Knock. Keep asking. Yell obnoxiously for the parent you know can hear you. But persistence is not just a screaming toddler. There's a fine line between persistence and whining. There's subtlety. For subtlety, cue Abraham. You wouldn't destroy Sodom if there were 50 good people there, would you? No? 45? 40? 30? 20? 10? This is some A-plus bargaining on the part of Abraham. As a traveler and an amateur haggler, I have played this game before. The key, a little indifference, and persistence. Abraham models persistence and trust. If Abraham were a complete stranger, if Abraham did not know with whom he was speaking, none of this would have worked. But Abraham knows God. He knows that God is not indifferent. God does not destroy without cause. God looks for goodness. Abraham has that relationship, that trust in God. And as we've said, the Greek term for faith, pistis, also means trust. Ultimately, all forms of prayer, those thousand ways to kiss the ground, are about trust. The trust, the relationship, the home of our bond with the divine. Through that connection, we know that God is persistent. God is trying over and over and over again to reach us, haggling with us to show us the mercy of love eternal. After I'd written a few of these thoughts on the power of persistence, I went to lunch in IV. I sat eating at the corner of Pardal and Del Norte, and I looked over at Freebirds and saw a houseless man I know who comes to the showers of blessing on Mondays and Fridays. I watched as he approached a table with his hands behind his waist and his shoulders straight. He spoke sweetly and calmly with a soft gaze on his face. He was a picture of affability, despite his filthy attire and sunburnt skin. The students at the first table shook their heads in apology. He moved on to the next table and then the next and the next. And when he had petitioned all the denizens of Freebirds to no avail, he crossed the street and started through the tables where I was seated. After five tables, he came to me, and when he saw me, he, his face lit up. He called me Priest Scott. 
<laughs> came over, shook my hand. I had him sit down in front of me and uh, asked him if I could get him lunch and a bag of groceries. He politely declined, but then continued on to the other patrons until a student gave him a dollar. Upon receiving that dollar, he let out praises to Jesus and sauntered off singing. Four minutes later, he paraded down the street with a tall boy of beer. Such is the power of persistence divorced from Jesus' core mission. In all of Jesus' advice about prayer and persistence, what is the goal? Jesus says, is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? Jesus is not interested in snakes, scorpions, or beer. God knows what you need, what is good for you. Persistence might not get you a beer, it might not get you a new car, it might not get you a cure for cancer or an ideal partner or the job you always wanted. But if you seek God, if you seek the comfort of the Holy Spirit with the power of persistence, you will not be turned away. Though camouflaged a thousand different ways, it is God that we seek. God is the gravity of our persistence. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.